Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with Indiana-based founder, CEO, and podcast host, Chris Anderson. He is the founder and CEO of Elevate Media Group, a full-service podcast production agency for six- to seven-figure business owners. He quit his job cold turkey in 2020 to build a life he loved and has been able to do just that ever since. Chris and his team help these businesses elevate through video podcasting. They help these businesses launch, produce, and grow their podcasts into the top 10% or higher globally without all the extra work. He has worked on projects in tandem with Fortune 500 companies, Apple, Amazon, Bose, Rolls-Royce, and so many others. He's got a great story. Enjoy. Where are you located? Uh, Indiana. Okay, right on. How about yourself? I'm in Kansas City. We're not far away. Hmm. We're right here in the Midwest. I have have a sister-in-law from, I think she's from Wichita. Okay. I think that's the area she's from. So I think she went to Kansas State. I think, yeah, Kansas State University. I think that's where she went. So right on. But yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Midwest. And um, I keep wanting to come out that way. I mean, I've driven through, but uh, I've always wanted to do like the storm chasing stuff and chase the tornadoes and everything. And I know yeah. out there is a little bit more prevalent for people to do that. Indian, we have them, but. Um, I just always see people doing it out in Kansas and all out that way. So it's oh, on yeah. the bucket list. So. Yeah. This is the alley. And you know, if yeah. you want to come through Kansas city, we got the barbecue, we got the music oh, scene, perfect. we got a lot, lot going on. So it'd be a That's good awesome. thing for sure. Yeah. That'd be cool. So. so, well, Hey man, it's great to meet you. Are you comfortable yeah. with diving right in? For sure. Yeah. I'm okay. ready whenever you are. Right on. So the first thing I want to start with before we get into your life and, and, what makes you who you are as a founder and CEO? I want to know, how did you survive COVID? How did you get through these last three years? And how has it changed the way that you do things now that we're entering this post-pandemic era of our lives? Yeah, so it's a, it's just, yeah, like everyone else, it's been crazy. Um, and I actually am a little different position than some CEOs. I started my journey with COVID. I quit my job. Uh, April 2020 to start this journey of building a business. Um, and at the beginning, had no idea what it was going to be or what it was going to look like or how I was going to do it. Um, no background in it. Just wanted something different from life. I wanted to be able to do more, help more, and and build a life that you know I enjoyed since life's so short anyways. And so, yeah, in 2020, in April, I gave my four weeks notice. Two weeks into those four weeks, I got furloughed, sent home. Uh, without pay. And so my journey started a little bit earlier and uh, yeah, it was just, it's, it was an interesting, interesting journey. Um, And, you know, thankfully we had some savings and so we, my wife's a teacher, so she's not going to make in a whole lot. And it was really just, you know, grinding. It was really just sticking my nose down and learning from other people uh, because I knew I didn't know it. I didn't know much at all. And so I just leaned into learning from other people. And that's what my podcast is about, uh, the Elevate Media Podcast. I just interviewed other people to, to figure out what they did, how they became successful, how they overcame obstacles, uh, and just was really a student for probably a good year. And and to backtrack a little bit, I started my podcast in 2019, uh, where I was, again, just interviewing people. And so I didn't want to do things in the video production podcasting space. I was like, no, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to do that. Um, but eventually, you know, faith is a big part of me. God was like, hey, 
you trusted me this far. Listen and look what I've been giving you. And he, and he had sent people to me because my show has been doing well, thankfully, you know, uh, top at that time, top 10% globally listened to now top 2%. And, you know, we charted uh, in different charts around the world and US and, and just been really grateful for how that success has come with the show. So people were coming to me, hey, how'd you, how'd you start your show to set it up for success? How did you, you know, do all the technical back background things with starting the show? How did you go and, and grow your show? How do you get guests? How do you get on shows? And so people were just coming to me and, you know, at the beginning, we needed some money. <laughs> so I leaned into it a little bit. I was like, yeah, I, I can do that because I've done it. Uh, and so started taking clients within that and finally just like, okay, I hear you. I'm going to get out of the way, get my pride, get my ego out of the way um, and, and lean into what I was good at, what people wanted and what they're willing to pay for. And when I did that, when I changed over uh, and officially started Elevate Media Group, it's just started kind of rolling. Yeah. Um, and we've been growing ever since. And it was really just focusing on that one thing. Um the, the podcast launching and, and video production. So we would take their files and edit them uh, and it just kind of flowed together not trying, not getting all out in the weeds and, you know, chasing all the shiny objects. Um, that was a big part of it. And just, you know, just going one step at a time uh, is really kind of, I guess what I did. So let me ask you this, you know, yeah. you're, you're a podcast host, you own your own company, Elevate mm -hmm. Media. Yeah. But if I was to put you in front of a third grade group of kids for career day and one of them looks up and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? Yeah, uh, I would tell them, I would say, I help people take videos of themselves and put it on social media so other people can see so they can make money more, more money than they are now. And that's kind of how I would uh, state it. We just help people make videos so they can show people what they do for business to make more money. That simplifies it. So let's go back to where you were born and raised and how these seeds got into you to be yeah. somebody that's <laughs> into producing content and being a business owner and being in media more, more or less. How did all of this happen for you? Yeah, it's it's a good question because I think we all need to look back kind of you know, where we've come from and what has spurred us and, and where those seeds get planted. And looking back on my journey, you know, didn't have any entrepreneurs in my family, nothing like that. So growing up, what I received, those seeds that I got was super hard work, work ethic from my parents, you know, just doing what it takes to get the job done, even if it's terrible, even if it sucks, like just doing what it takes, 120%, 150%, no matter what. And just get it done. So that that work ethic was instilled uh, into me. You know, seeing my dad really, you know, go through it at, at his job, and you know, take just beatings and not getting respected all the time, and not getting advancements like he should. Um, and, but just continuing, continuing to do that because that's what he had been doing for so long, and that's what supported his family, supported me and my siblings and my mom. Uh, even though, you know, he'd probably rather be out working on his cars or spending time with his family or uh, with his parents when they were alive, like just doing what it took to to support his family. That was a big seed that was planted in me, uh, just doing what it takes to to build something to support, you know, your, your family and, and those you care about. And then, you know, just I was blessed to be able to co be coached, have one of my soccer coaches growing up was my brother. And so being able to see leadership. 
and and then seeing him, you know, step into you know his own CEO role while I was in college, uh, and just again just learning leadership from him as he as I grew up on the sports field, how to manage people, how to confront people, but still let them know that you've always got their back, even when you're hard on them, um, and just being able to walk that line. So learn that that was a big seed that he planted. Um, and then, you know, a lot of it stems from my time, you know, in the Bible and just what I've learned there and how to treat other people, uh, and just, and, and love people no matter what, because no one's perfect, uh, and seeing them as people, uh, and not, you know, a position or whatever else, uh, that was a big one that I try to remember <laughs> as I bring people onto the team or as I work with clients, like these are people who we all have issues. We all fall short and uh, kind of allows me to hopefully give a little bit more grace uh, to people. Um, and then a big, a big person that got me into podcasting and, and really wanting to see a difference in my life personally and professionally was Lewis house uh, and the school of greatness, his podcast and just listening to, him and all the guests he had on there, uh, that really sparked inside of me that entrepreneurial fire that I think I had, but I didn't really know what it meant and made me realize, hey, there's so much more out there that I could do with my life uh, to support others, to help others, and to build that life you know, that I truly love living. So those are a lot of the seeds that kind of uh, played a part into who I am right now. So who would be a dream guest for you, a dream person, anybody on the planet that you would love Oof. to interview? Huh. Yeah. There are a handful. Lewis House, obviously, um, would love to to be able to have him on. And for one, just to tell him thank you because he has, I mean, he has no idea. Um, but he he's inspired so many of myself included. That'd be a great one to have on. Uh, I would love to interview uh, Dwayne Johnson. Um, I think just his his work ethic and his drive and just the brand he's built in Shaq. I think another thing, just the personal brand that they've been able to create. Um, and it just, they seem like genuine people. Uh, and I think that'd be a really cool conversation. So I say those three off the top of my head for sure. Yeah. Those are high octane people and they obviously yeah. have a lot of motivation to get things done. What is that yep. for you? What's the gas in your tank, the spark for you that makes you get up every day and, and go through and do everything from podcasting to being a business, being a business owner. Yeah, there's, there's two things really. Uh, the first is my family, um, because I want them to have a different life. I want them to be able to, um, I want them to be able to see that there's more out there than just school, job, retirement with a 401k. I want them to have, see that there's more choices and I want them to be able to learn. And I want them to be able to have a different life to experience more. Like I said, my dad worked so hard to provide a great life for us, um, but he worked a lot. And so he was at the job quite a bit, but when he was with us, he was with us, which was great. But I want to be, I want to, I want them to be, there be harmony with my business and family. I want them to be a part of it. I want to be around them. I want them to learn from me. I want them to be able to interact and be a part of the business as it scales and grows. Um, I kind of think of Grant Cardone in that respect uh, because I see him building, you know, his amazing empire and he's been doing it for years, like almost decades, I think almost. And he always has family, he has his, his daughters with him. They come up on stage, they speak, his wife speaks, they're in his content They're you know, and of course he's, he's been doing it, like I said, decades to get to that point, to be able to have the team to help him do that. But that's like a goal. I want my family to be a part of it. I want them to be along for the ride and, and just continue to build that legacy 
for for my children, for their children, and and God willing, you know, generations way after I'm gone. Um, yeah, that's the first one, and then the second is, you know, I truly believe that we're all made for a purpose. I think there's a lot we can do in life to make a positive impact. And a lot of the times people don't live up to that because of fear, uh, because they don't want to get out of that comfort zone, which is understandable. But I believe that if we, if we don't live up to our potential or at least try to take those steps to get to that next level, to, to truly live to our purpose, so many people miss out on the beauty that we can create if it's if it's art the help if it's you know if we're out there being a consultant or a business coach coach if we're building a business we get to support other people financially as well like so there's so much that we can do and help the world if we could just live fully to you know our potential and our purpose and so that's another thing that drives me is i don't want i don't want to be leaving anything on the table and allow others not to succeed because maybe I didn't show up. Maybe I wasn't there. Maybe I didn't get to that level uh, where I could have had a positive impact on someone's life um, that helps them to do way better and bigger things than I've done. Um, and so that's that's the second reason. I want to be able to say I gave it all. At the end of the day, I left it all in the field and um, hopefully the the world, the people I've come into contact with are better for it and, and do far greater things than I've done. So of all of these people that you've helped, what's been your best success story? One that you always kind of think back on and smile. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a, that's a hard question because, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, we're able to come alongside a lot of individuals, a lot of brands and businesses who are doing amazing things through their podcasts by sharing their story, by sharing their knowledge they're making a difference uh, and we're just a piece of that. So being a piece of that in so many different areas, you know, it's like a drop in the bucket and if we're helping them create high prof- professional, high quality content, put it in and out there, they're going to get seen more and more people are going to learn and grow and, and change and heal through that. So I think in general, I just, I, you know, that's why my mindset changed. When it changed from, oh, I don't want to do podcasting and video production because I just, I don't want to do that to, okay, I see this is where I've, I've been strong in. I can make a difference here. People need this and I can help people get their stories out more to make a bigger impact. It, it, that changed for me. And so I truly am just thankful that we're able to do that. Um, you know, I, I guess in, in a smaller scale, it's, it's, seeing those individuals who are nervous are scared to start a podcast to get in front of a camera and talk and that's what's been holding them back and being able to walk alongside them and give them that strength and courage to do so and then seeing them start and just seeing them you know prosper and blossom and just just crush it out of the park and it doesn't matter thousand downloads or not but they're they're growing and they're gaining that confidence and i think at the end of the day being able to see them do that, I know they're heading in the right direction uh, and they're going to do great things. I think that's really that's really awesome for me. So as a professional up to this point, what are you the proudest of that you've done? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. I- I'm proud of, and it's a hard question too sometimes, you know, to yeah. think of it that way because, you know, we want to be humble. We want to do that. But I'm thankful that, 
you know, God's used me in different ways and, and led me in different ways so I could grow. And I, I would say one of them is just trusting in him and, and taking that leap back in April, 2020, uh, and quitting my job because you know, I don't recommend it to people a lot of the times to just quit your job and, uh, and try to figure it out. Uh, cause it comes with a whole nother level of stress and, um, but I'm proud that I listened and I'm proud I took that chance because I don't think I'd be where I am today had I not done that. Um, I'm proud that, you know, I guess I'm proud that, that my boys who are, I mean, you know, they're 21 months and two months old right now, but I'm proud that they're going to be able to see, you know, their dad be unrelentless, you know, have that fortitude to endure um, through hard times. Because it's not easy. Entrepreneurship's not easy. It's simple, but it's hard work. It, and it and there's lots of ups and downs. So I'm proud that they're gonna be able to see, you know, that no matter what, no matter what level we're at, there's always gonna be something new, new levels, new devils. And so I'm proud that they're gonna be able to see that commitment and that work ethic and and hopefully I'll continue to be able to harmonize life well and they're gonna be able to see that. And uh, yeah, I think those are those are some things I'm, I'm proud of. So you talked about being kind of a history buff. If you could yeah. go back in history and see any event firsthand, what would you love to have seen? Man, <laughs> that's a loaded question. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I, I do like history and I'm like, my mind's just all of a sudden went, going all over the place trying to figure out um, just, uh, yeah. So World War II is, is like a, a staple of my history that I love. I think- I say I would love to watch it, but it'd be really, really hard uh, as well. Um, two things during World War II. Uh, the invasion of Normandy, uh, D-Day, would be a super hard thing to watch. But I think I would, if I could be, you know, off and just watch that that invasion and, and see those individuals, you know, going forward without a care, uh, of their life, caring more about what the fight was about for freedom um, over evil. I, I think that would just, my whole life would probably change to be, actually be able to be there and see that. It would be yeah. unfathomable. Um, and I would love to see, you know, the the flip side um, when they realize, hey, Germany, you know, the Axis power has has surrendered just to see their relief and joy and celebration you know driving through those countries and being welcomed by those cities after they've been you know occupied for so long just seeing all the joy i think would be another cool like flip to that coin um that would be neat i would love to go <laughs> just watch some some of julius caesar you know yeah uh, and how he he led um before he was emperor uh, in the military and then as he was emperor, like just to see some of that, um, yeah. and being able to see, you know, Jesus walk on earth, uh, would be, would be, would be crazy. Um, in any capacity back yeah. when he walked would be another cool thing. I'd love to go see. Very nice. That's, that's a, that's a full ticket right there. Yeah. I like it. There's came. so much like, yeah. 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 There, it's there. That's a, yeah. Good question. So let me ask you this, you know, you've lived a full life, 
You've mm-hmm. had a lot that's happened. You gain wisdom yeah. because of everything that you've been through. But if you had a dream tonight and ran into the 20-year-old version of yourself, mm-hmm. you could give that younger version of you a piece of advice based on your wisdom you've gained up to this point. What would you tell that young version of you? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and and while you ponder that, I just yeah. want to let you know this happens a lot. Whenever I'm on a podcast and I talk, cats come. There's a cat in the corner, and I love oh, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They hear uh, the voice. A, I'm one a cat of person. one of the two. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm just glad I didn't jump on the desk. But yeah, I apologize no, if that's a, no. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, what would I tell my younger self at 20? Let's see. I would. I'd probably knowing you know just my story. I would. I would tell them, hey, you're you're worth it. You know, your life's worth it. You're in a dark place right now. Um, but you're going to get through it. So keep moving forward and, and understand that you're more than whatever title, you know, is out there more than a student title, more than an athletic trainer title, more than a business owner title. Um, you are more than all of those things and, and you can make a big difference in life and you're going to. So keep, keep running the good race, keep moving forward you know, run, walk, or crawl, whatever it takes. Just don't stop. And uh, yeah, just get ready because life's a life's an adventure, and and you're gonna be ready for it. It's just uh, just keep moving forward. And I think I would just remind him that, um, and let him kind of figure it out. Still, would he have listened? I think he would have. Yeah, I think he would have. He would have pondered on that some because uh, that was right around the time. You know, when I was twenty, I was right around the time I was trying to figure all that out. Like. Is my life worth living? Uh, is it worth it for me to even be here? Is there a reason I'm here? Uh, would anyone even care if I wasn't? Kind of, you know, the wonderful life story, if you've seen that movie. Yeah. Um, and so I think that would have, you know, back then I, I heard a voice saying, you know, hey, do the hard thing. Go get go get help, you know, get counseling, uh, which changed the trajectory of my life. But um, yeah, so I think I would have I would have listened and I would have thought on it more and um yeah, I think I would have continued down those, the same path I took, you know. So everyone out there has a perception of you, pockets of people, family, friends, mm-hmm. clients, colleagues, but you run the show. Mm-hmm. What is your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Oh, just some guy from Indiana in the middle of cornfields, you know, trying to build a better life for my family and others. And uh, yeah, I always think back to if you've seen Indiana Jones, and I forget which one it is, not the newest one, but um, and not Crystal Skull, but he goes, you know, someone someone asked him, hey, what's the plan? Uh, I think it was the last crusade. I think his dad said, hey, what's what are we going to do? And he said, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I need to get that up as a poster because, you know, a lot of the times that's what I feel like. Yeah, so I feel like I should get that as a poster because, you know, a lot of the times... I feel like I'm just making this up as I go, you know, trying to figure it out, take that next step because you're always getting to that next level. And that next level is a complete new thing. Um, We've never been there before and there's no plan. There's no guidebook really. Uh, And so I just feel like I'm making it up as I go. Um, And I tell people that because, you know, I I just try to learn from everybody, no matter their level, no matter what they do. And, uh, try to implement and, and, and lean into those that are doing what I want to do or at the level I want to get to and just see what they're doing. But yeah, it's a, it's a roller coaster, and um, you have to be ready to pivot and just uh, change direction if you need to. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I feel like I'm just a guy, you know, that if I can do something like this 
anyone else can. Uh, you just have to, like I said, have the the fortitude to endure and uh, and keep moving forward. So coming from Indiana, what do you like the best about Indiana and where you live? Yeah, you know, thankful I'm in the country a little bit, so that's nice uh, to have some space, uh, but still have neighbors decently close. I, I like the community, you know, and I was just talking on another podcast not too long ago was, you know, just being welcomed, you know, wherever you go, I feel like you're welcome. People are nice. Uh, they're easy to talk to uh, here in Indiana, but I also feel like that's everywhere. I feel like so many places get a bad rap on social media and then in the news. And I think that's just the nature of the beast. But uh, when you go to these places, I think most people are just welcoming and happy and, and nice that you're there. Uh, nice to you being there. And so I think Indiana is the same way. I think just a really welcoming state, homey. Um, obviously, I've grown up here. I've, I lived in some other states or one other state for a little bit and I've traveled around. But yeah, I just like that it it feels safe still. Uh, it, it feels you know, like you could go anywhere and, and be okay and, and talk to people. And, um, yeah, so I would say, I'd say that's kind of the biggest stuff It's just kind of a homey comforting feeling. So if anyone wants to listen to your podcast, hire elevate media, where is the best place for people to go? Sure. Yeah. You can uh, check out the elevate media podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast, um, search elevate media group on YouTube. You can check out our videos. And then if you're interested, you know, in launching a video podcast or, you know, getting your, your podcast, uh, content created from your podcast, you can reach out to me on Instagram at chris.t.anderson, shoot me a message or, um, uh, email our team at support at elevate-media-group.com. Excellent. Chris Anderson, thank you so much for taking time out today. Thank you for your story. Best of luck with everything. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.